Shalom, shalom, giving all praise to the Most High, to His Son, Yahweh Shai. Hope everybody had a blessed day today, um, was able to take care of some business, uh, whatever business they had to take care of. Um, and now it's class time, today's class, there is neither Jew nor Greek, we are all, we are one in Christ. Um, what do there is neither Jew nor Greek mean? You know, um. What do it mean? When we have did our research into it, we find out that the Greek and the Jew was both talking about Israelites, right? But in modern day today, who are the Jews and who are the Greeks? What, as you think about that, Keep that in your mind as we go over today's class because we've forgotten what that means in Israel. We've learned that the Jew and the Greek are both Israelites. But have we taken that and applied it to the scripture and allowed ourselves to change understanding the new understanding of what the Jew and the Greek is? Give me Galatians chapter 3 and verse 1. Galatians chapter 3. Verse 1. Read. O foolish Galatians. O foolish Galatians, Israelites within Galatia. Read. Who hath bewitched you? Who hath bewitched you? Who has tricked you? Who has taught you another way of thinking that is not according to what I have taught you, what the scripture, what Paul has taught you, Christ has taught you? Read. That ye should not obey the truth. That ye should not obey the truth because the truth is evidently before your eyes. It's easy to under, to be understood, but our people, they don't obey because they're stuck in their tradition. They don't, and our people, we don't want to break away from the mold. We don't want to do differently than what the people that are ahead of us are doing or the people that's right next to us are doing that's because right. we don't want to break the mold. Read. Before whose eyes the Havashai has been evidently set forth. See, the Lord has been evidently set forth before your eyes. Through the teaching that is coming out today, the, the understanding of the true doctrine set before you, read. Crucified among you. Read on. This only would I learn of you. This only would I learn of you, read. Received ye the Spirit by the works of the law. He said, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, read. Or by the hearing of faith. So ask yourself. Did the spirit of the Holy Ghost come on you as soon as you put fringes on? Or did the spirit of the Holy Ghost came on you when you heard about Christ? That's the question that our people have to ask. Read verse 2 again. Verse 2. Read on. This only would I learn of you. This only would I learn of you. Read. Receive ye the spirit. By the works of the law. Did you receive the spirit of Christ on the very first day you kept the Sabbath day? Read. Or by the hearing of faith. Or did you receive the spirit of Christ on the seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth Sabbath day when you finally started to understand Christ? Which one was it? Because our people are acting like they put them fringes on. And they receive the spirit of Christ. That's right. That's right. But it say here by the hearing of faith. Give me Romans chapter 10 and verse 1. Book of Romans <laughs> chapter 10 
Verse 1. Read. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. See, Paul, he given you his desire. What is your desire? Paul say his heart's desire and prayer to God. What he believes in his heart. Now, there's one thing for you to say certain words to God, to Christ, with your mouth, in your prayers. But in your heart, in your mind, you know, up here, in your mind, what is your true prayer to God? What do you really want? He said, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel, read, is that they might be saved. Now, do you pray for Israel to be saved? Or do you pray that you save Israel? Because a lot of Israelites, they want to be the one that save Israel. That's why somebody come on you at the street corner. They don't want to listen to what you say. And all of a sudden, they every name under the book because you weren't the one that saved them. But Paul's saying here that he prayed to God for Israel that they might be saved, period. He praying for the nation that they might be saved. It ain't got nothing to do with Paul. It's about them. Read. For I bear them record. He say he bear them record. Read. That they have a zeal of God. He say the people, they have a passion for God. They do. When you go out there on the street corners and we go out there and we see our people, we ask them, do you believe in God? The passion is there. They believe in God. They love God. All these things. They want to look for God. All these things. Now, they may be delusioned. They may be delusional about who God is. That's right. But they have a zeal. They have a certain passion for it. Right? Read. But not according to knowledge. But they have no knowledge of him, though. Now, we ask ourselves, can you really love God without knowledge? No. You know, you can't. But that don't mean they don't have the zeal. That's right. That's right. And that's one thing when you when, when we see the people with the zeal, you have to fish that zeal. Right. A lot of people they see the zeal and they think that person's stupid. Bring that out. It say but not according to knowledge. Now, where are they supposed to get this knowledge from? If they supposed to know about God, who are they supposed to get this knowledge from? Give me Malachi chapter 2 and verse 7. Read this. Malachi chapter 2 and verse 7. Book of Malachi chapter 2, verse 7. Read. For the priest's lips should keep knowledge. So, if we go on the street corners every Sabbath day, and we teach in classes every week, and we, we got camps all over the world, different camps here and there, brothers with fringes, garments, feast days, everything like that. And it say the priest's lips, you know, we are enacting in the priest's stead right now through the teaching of the word, should keep knowledge. Read on. And they should seek the law at his mouth. And we're supposed to have the knowledge of God coming out of our mouth. Read. For he is the messenger of the God of hosts. The Lord of hosts. So it say if we're supposed to be the messenger of the Lord of hosts, if Israel got a zeal of God, but got no knowledge about God, who fault is that? Is it their fault? I mean, yeah, 
They have a certain responsibility, but who's supposed to have the knowledge? Who is supposed to teach the knowledge? Whose lips should be keeping the knowledge? It's us. It's us. So he's literally making a prayer to God. My prayer for Israel is that they might be saved. I see that they have a zeal, but they need the knowledge. Who do they get the knowledge from? From us. Give me Psalm 58 and 1. Read this. The book of Psalms, chapter 58, verse 1. Read. Do ye indeed speak righteousness, O congregation? Now, he, he ask him, do you indeed speak righteousness in your congregation? Do you indeed? Or do you just speak the words that you've seen on this page? Because those are two different things. Now, anybody can go on this page and preach these words, but not everybody can really preach righteousness. Do you indeed speak righteousness, O congregation? Read. Do ye judge uprightly? What do ye judge uprightly? Read. O ye sons of men. Are you judging rightly? Or are you just passing along judgments that you read in this book? Because if all you needed to do was go in this book and judge by exactly what it say and just do exactly what it say, what do we need priests for? Why would we need righteous men who have knowledge of God if all we had to do was go in this book and say, oh, well, you did that. So that's what you got. to. That's it. And that's it. it all of us can read. That's right, that's right. So what do we need you for? Read. Ye in heart. Ye work wickedness. In heart and mind, ye work wickedness. Because he's saying, do you indeed speak righteousness? In your mind, ye work wickedness. Read. Ye weigh the violence of your hands in the earth. The violence of your mouth, of your mind, of your actions in the earth. Read. The wicked are estranged from the womb. See, don't we say all the time that we are born again? Born again. That's right. It say you were separated from the womb. Read. They go astray as soon as they are born. As soon as they be born again, they go astray. Read. Speaking lies. Doing what? Speaking lies. Doing what? Speaking lies. That's what we have to watch ourselves as Israelite leaders, as men of God, so-called prophets, so-called teachers, going astray as soon as we come out the womb into the into the body of Christ speaking lies read their poison is like the poison of a serpent and the poison that is coming out of our brother's mouths is like the poison of a serpent read they are like the death otter hold on they are like the what the death otter the deaf adder death cannot hear read that stoppeth her ear that stop that don't want to hear nobody coming don't want to hear no correction. Don't want to hear no righteous judgment. Read. Which will not hearken to the voice of charmers. Which will not hearken to the people that's supposed to be guiding them. Read. Charming, never so wisely. Read on. Break their teeth. Hold on, what did the Lord say? Break their teeth. What did David say? Break their teeth. Break their teeth. Read. Oh God. 
in their mouth. See, that just, it just, it got to stop. That's what it's saying. That's right. It got to stop. Read. Break out the great teeth of the young lions. Who are the young lions? Is this talking about Esau? Is this talking about T.D. Jakes? Who are the young lions? We got a lot of young lions out there right now with garments on. That's right. In the streets. That's right. Teaching classes. Young lions. It's a break out the great teeth of the young lions. Read. Oh, Lord. Read on. Let them melt away as waters which run continually. Read on. When he beneath. Bendeth. When he bendeth his bow to shoot his arrow. Let them be as cut in pieces. Let them be as cut in pieces. Give me Romans chapter 10 and verse 3. Let's go back. Book of Romans chapter 10, verse 3. Go ahead. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness. See, it say, for they being ignorant of God. What is, what is righteousness? Give me 1 John real quick. 4. And eight. The book of First John, chapter four, verse eight. Read on. He that loveth not knoweth not God. He that loveth not knoweth not God. Read. For God is love. What is God? For God is love. What is God? For God is love. Go back. Romans chapter ten and verse three. Book of Romans chapter ten, verse three. Read. For they. Being ignorant of God's righteousness. That righteousness is love. For they being ignorant of God's love, read. And going about to establish their own righteousness. Going about to establish their own version of love. What they believe love is, read. Have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Have not submitted themselves unto what these scriptures really talk about. What the love of God is. What the love of God really is. Read on. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. See now we our people we get confused. We read this for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. So how do you get righteousness then? So when we read that, the only thing we think of is the end of the law. That's the only part we see. When we read verse 4, it says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. The only part we see is end of the law. And then we thinking, hey, we ain't got to keep the law no more. That's the only part we see. But let me ask you a question. Were you righteous the moment you put them fringes on? Was you righteous the first day you came into the school on the Sabbath day? So how can the law make you righteous? It say for Christ is the end of the law making you righteous to everyone that believe it. That law don't make you righteous. Let me let me give me another one. Everyone that is righteous keeps the law. Not everyone that keeps the law is righteous. That's the difference. Everyone that is righteous keeps the law. But not everyone that keeps the law is righteous. Give me Matthew 5 and 17. 
The law don't make you righteous. What do? What do make you righteous? The book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17. Read. Think not that I am come to destroy the law. He say, think not that I am come to destroy the law. Read. Or the prophets. Or the prophets. That means he didn't come to do away with anything or erase anything. Everything was written for a reason. That's why a lot of New Testament Israelites can't understand because everything in the old, it, it's all one book. It has to be understood. There is no filler text in this Bible. That's right. It's all important. Right. Read. I am not come to destroy. He, I am not come to destroy. Read. But to fulfill. But to make you understand. That's what fulfill means. To give you the full totality of what it is. That's right. Bring it out. In, in the old, you only had part. You only had a partial understanding. In the new, Christ gives you the full-filled understanding. That's right. Read. For verily I say unto you. Read on. Till heaven and earth pass. Till heaven and earth pass. Read. One jot or one tittle shall not in no wise pass from the law. Read on. Till all be fulfilled. It hasn't, it hasn't all been fulfilled. That's right. It say one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law. So he's letting you know right there. He's he's upholding what it is. He's upholding the law. Read. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments. Whosoever shall break one of these least commandments. Read. And shall teach men. So he be, shall. He be, say and shall teach men. So he know he's letting you know right here. He know a lot of people going to go crazy with Galatians 3. Or they going to go crazy with Romans 10. Or they're going to go crazy with other things that they see. They're going to go crazy with how he how he forgave the woman the, the woman that uh, had committed adultery. They're going to go crazy with all these things and thinking they ain't got to keep the law no more. Right. He's saying if you teach men not to keep the law, read. He shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. So that means that if you are truly in righteousness, you're going to keep the law and you're going to teach men to keep the law. That's right. That is a part of righteousness. But keeping the law is not righteousness fulfilled. That's why he said he did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Keeping of the law is not righteousness fulfilled. There's more to it. That's what Christ came to teach us. Read. But whosoever shall do and teach them but whosoever shall do the law and teach them read the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven read on for I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees so he's saying that our righteousness being fulfilled by the teachings of Christ has to exceed the righteousness of our forefathers by only keeping the law. We have to fulfill and exceed what they did and do better. Not do less than what they did and then do worse. That's not, he said exceed. He did not say fall back from and do less. You see what I'm saying? Read. Ye shall in no case Enter into the kingdom of heaven. So if you don't exceed the righteousness 
that your forefathers established, you can in no way keep the you can in no way be in the kingdom of heaven. Give me Romans ten and five. Book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 5. Read. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law. So Moses, in his books, described the righteousness which is of the law. It's a certain level of righteousness which is of the law. Read. That the man which doeth those things shall live by them. The man which doeth those things shall live by the law, shall live in the law. Right. Read. But the righteousness which is of faith. But the righteousness which is of faith, the next level of righteousness. Have you ever had a staircase and then jumped from the first step to the fifth step? It's not, you can't. You know, you got to take one, two, three, four, and five. That's right. So, how can you get to the righteousness which is of faith? Without getting to the righteousness, which is of the law first. You got to take the steps. Bring it out. Okay. Read. Speaketh on this wise. Read. Say not in thine heart. Say not in thine heart. Read. Who shall ascend into heaven? Who shall ascend into heaven? Read. That is to bring Christ down from above. So a lot of our people, we want to wait for someone to bring Christ to us. That's like right. we don't have the book here right. to get to Christ ourselves. Read. Or who shall descend into the deep? Or who shall dive into these scriptures? Read. That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. We want to wait for somebody else to bring back the nation of Christ. Read. But what saith it? But what saith it? Read. The word is nigh. The, the power to bring back the kingdom of God is nigh unto you. Read. Even in thy mouth. The power is in your mouth. Read. And in thy heart. And in thy mind. Read. That is the word of faith. The word of faith. Read. Which we preach. How many people are preaching the word of faith? How many of our people in the Israelite community are actually preaching? We know about the word of faith, but when we teach people, do we ever teach people the word of faith? Do we ever exhort their faith? When we hear people on the street corner say, I have faith, do we ever exhort their faith or do we always condemn it? What is what is our actions? What is our spirit? Give me Deuteronomy 30 and 11. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 11. Read. For this commandment, which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. So he's saying this commandment, these commandments the Lord gave us, is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. Read. It is <laughs> not in heaven that thou sh shouldest say, Who shall go up for us to heaven? and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. So we have the laws here that we can read and we can study ourselves and we can learn this level of righteousness. 
But we also got the New Testament where we can learn about Christ and get to that next level of righteousness. It's not far away. You can have both levels ready and available to you without somebody going and getting it for you. That's right. Read. Neither is it beyond the sea. Neither is it beyond the sea, read. That, that thou shouldest say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us? That we may hear it and do it. Read on. But the word is very nigh unto thee. The word is very nigh unto thee. Read. In thy mouth. In thy mouth. Read. And in thy heart. And in thy mind. Read. That thou mayest do it. He's letting you know how easy it is. Romans 10 and 9. He made it easy. You know. Otherwise he wouldn't have wrote it down in the book. He would have. He would have made it into a. A. Uh, he would have made it into a, a, a mystery hunt Bring it out. and had you hunt it down in the in the seven corners of the world. That's right. But instead, it's in a book all compacted into one book. That's right. Chapters and scriptures where you can easily get to the chapters and scriptures. See? It's not even separated into rolls anymore, into scrolls. That's right. It's written in English. Read. The book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 9. Read. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth, read. The Lord Jesus. So how do you confess with your mouth the Lord, the Lord, Yahawashai, the Lord Jesus? How do you confess with your mouth, Yahawashai? Do you just say the word, Yahawashai? What is the process of confessing with your mouth the Lord, Yahawashai? Is it, is it. Is it telling somebody to keep the Sabbath day? Is that confessing with your mouth the Lord Yahawashai? Is that the process? Is it telling somebody to put fringes on? Is that confessing with your mouth the Lord Yahawashai? What exactly are the words that you put together in the correct sentence formation to confess the name of the Lord Yahawashai? What is it? Read. And shalt believe in thine heart. And then shalt believe in thy mind. Read. That God hath raised him. From the dead. So, I'm, a lot of our people don't believe that our people are really raising from the dead That's because right. they go out there on the street corner like they 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 they're ready to shoot some zombies. They go out there on the street corner, they teach like they're ready to shoot zombies. That's right. Instead of believing that Christ is raising the zombies from the dead, That's right. That's right. they killing the zombies. That's right. Read. Thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt be saved. Give me James 5 and 16. Let's see. What is the process with which you can confess the name of the Lord Yahawashai? What is that? You know, what is that? Is it is it just like if somebody asks you, do you believe in Christ? You say yes. And you've technically confessed the name of the Lord Yahawashai. Because that's what Christianity believes. Do you believe that too? Do you believe that too? Real talk. Read that. The book of James, chapter 5, verse 16. Read. Confess your fault one to another. Hold on. Read that again. Confess your fault one to another. Read it again. Confess your fault one to another. So that's some Israel we can't do because we so busy putting on the perfection man suit. That's right. We so busy putting on the three-piece suit of perfection. That shows everybody else that we don't do no sin. We keep all the commandments. Our righteousness is based on the fact that I come to every Sabbath day. I don't eat no pork. 
I actually not only don't eat pork, but I check every ingredient of everything that I eat. And if it say anything that I don't agree with and this, that, and the third, and then that's my righteousness. And then, and then also I have 17 garments in my, in my, in my closet and, uh, I don't cuss. And we confess this as this is who we are. But I'm going to tell you one thing though. I noticed and it's recently I was listening to a Christian rap artist, like not an Israelite rap artist, a Christian rap artist. And I was listening to it on 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 on, the, on my phone, right? And one thing I noticed was that his music was real. It wasn't this, you know, Israelite music where it's like "Die for your Howard Shah." You know what I'm saying? Rep the Lord all day. Keep the commandments. If you ain't about the Lord, then get away. Okay. This, that, and the third. The dude was talking about man. I be struggling with sin every day. How do I get the Lord to forgive me? That's right. That was, and I was like, damn, this is Christian rap. This is the realest music I've heard when it comes to speaking about Christ. Dude was saying, I be struggling with internet lust, internet videos about women, and I know that my wife loves me. And how can I be a better man for her? I was like, damn, this dude just confessed his sins on a on a CD. And this dude is in he don't even know about Yahweh Shah or nothing. It's Christ for him. It's just Jesus, Christianity. But the dude confessed his love for Christ more than I've seen a lot of these brothers confess when they talking about Yahweh Bahashim Yahweh Shai. That's right. Read it again, I Confess your faults one to another. That's how you confess Christ when you confess your sins. That's right. Confess your faults. Confess the fact that you're not perfect. Confess the fact that you have sins. Confess the fact that you have faults. Confess. Stop being a cover-up Israelite. A lot of our brothers got makeup on. Read. And pray one for another. How do we confess Christ? And pray one for another. And then and then not just condemning our brothers, but praying for our brothers. That's right. Like Paul. Like David. Like Christ. Praying for our brothers. Praying for our sisters. Read. That they may be healed. Hold on, no, that they go into the lake of fire. That they may be healed. No, 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 that they get their next sliced off. That they may be healed. That they may be healed. Yeah. When, when did we lose track of the mission? Bring it out. What was the mission for you when you came out on the streets? Was it rebuke? Rebuke as many as possible? What was your mission? That they may be what? That they may be healed. That they may be healed. Read. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man of Bella's mother. See, it say the effectual fervent prayer of a faithful, loving man does much good. But that righteous, they be thinking that they got them fringes on, so they prayer availeth much. They be thinking because they went to the Sabbath day last week that their prayer availeth much. What was your prayer about? Was you praying for your brother that they may be healed? Or was you praying that they get exposed? Second Timothy 2 and 19. Somebody somebody do something wrong to us. What's our first prayer? 
Lord, please afflict that brother. Please punish that brother. He said something to me I don't like. Show, show him that you are Lord and you will defend me, Lord. Destroy that brother. Bring that out. Second Timothy 2 and 19. The Read. Book, the book of Second Timothy, chapter 2, verse 19. Read. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. The foundation of God standeth sure. Read. Having this seal. This is the seal, right? Read. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Read on. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ. Let everyone that confess the name of Christ read. Depart from iniquity. See, that's the only way you can confess the name of Christ. That's right. You have to depart from your sins. That's right. De confessing the name of Christ is not making somebody else depart from their sin. That's not confessing the name of Christ. No. Confessing the name of Christ is departing from your sin. Depart it's about the, the truth is about you. The truth for every but every man, woman, and child is about you. But too many of our people worried about everybody else. But the truth for every man, woman, and child is about you. It's about you. If every individual worried about themselves, everybody would be good. Everybody would be good. But because every individual out here worried about somebody else, how can you fix another man's life? You can't. Romans chapter 10 and verse 10. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 10. Read. For with the heart of man believeth unto righteousness. So for with the mind of man believeth unto righteousness, right? How can your mind have fringes on it? Do your mind keep the Sabbath day? Or is it your flesh that keep the Sabbath day? Does your mind stay away from pork? Or is it your mouth that stay away from pork? So how does your heart believe to give you righteousness? That's that's showing you where the righteousness come from. Read. And with the mouth. And with the mouth, read. Confession is made unto salvation. Confession is made unto salvation. Read on. For the scripture saith. Read on. Whosoever believeth on him. Whosoever truly believeth on Christ. And knows Christ read shall not be ashamed. We got a lot of shame, a lot of shaming in Israel. That's right. And that's and that's what First Corinthians fifteen thirty four. That's what has become of street teaching. Is who can shame who? That's literally what street teaching is nowadays. You know, I'm not saying that for everybody, but a lot of camps, a lot of doctrines, a lot of Israelites. Their mindset is, if I don't shame them, they're going to shame me. That's right. Who can shame who first? Who can, who can walk away from this situation with their head hanging low? Read this, Ock. The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 34. Read. Awake to righteousness. Hold on, what did it say? Awake to righteousness. Awake to true love. Awake to true righteousness. Awake. Why is it saying this in the New Testament? I thought, I thought righteousness was established in the Old Testament. Why is in the New Testament he telling you to awake to righteousness? I thought we already had that in the Old Testament. So why is this in the New Testament? Shouldn't that already be a given? We got our fringes on. I'm awake. I mean, I keep the Sabbath day. I'm awake. You know what I'm saying? I'm awake to righteousness. 
Why is Paul giving us a new wake up call to righteousness? Read. And sin not. And do what? And sin not. Read on. For some have not the knowledge of God. He says some have not the knowledge of who Christ is, who God is, what God is about. What is God? God is love. Some have not the knowledge of love. That's right. <laughs> That's really. God is love. Some have not the knowledge of love. Read. I speak this to your shame. You should be ashamed. Our people, we so quick to go shame somebody else. You should be ashamed. That's right. Because you have not the knowledge of God. But you got a zeal, though. You got a zeal, though. And I respect that. You know what I'm saying? But do you want me to treat you like you treated that other brother on the street the other day? Because I'll tell you all your sins real quick. You know what I'm saying? Same way you want to go and do the same thing. Oh, yeah. I'm pull Romans 10 2 on you. Yeah, you got a zeal of God, but you ain't got no knowledge. But I respect your zeal and I'm willing to, to show you. You see what I'm saying? I respect the fact that you want to know Christ. That's right. So I'm willing to show you. Because you have a zeal. Give me Romans 10 and 12. When the tables get flipped, that's when brothers leave the truth. That's right. That's when brothers go back to their worldly name and shave their beard off their face. Because they can't handle the same thing they was doing to everybody else being done to them. Read this out. The book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 12. Read. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Who is the Jew? We the Jews, right? We the Jews, we got fringes on, we teach the truth. We know we Israelites. Who is the Greek? Is the Greek Esau? We know that's not true. Right? We know the Greek is talking about our own people. So read verse 12 again. For there is no difference. Hold on, what did it say? For there is no difference. Hold on, what did it say? For there is no difference. Read. Between the Jew and the Greek. There is no difference between you and that brother without no fringes on. That's right. Ain't no difference. Got the same blood in your veins. Ain't no difference. Read. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. See that brother that may have been walking by you or may have dealt with you or may have talked with you and didn't understand or didn't want to hear it. He may be really trying to see Christ. But you couldn't reach him because you wasn't in the spirit. He may call upon Christ. And Christ hear him. Because of that zeal. See what I'm saying? It say there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. But we want to put a difference. We want to put a separation. We want to put a wall to the point where brothers don't even want to deal with anybody that ain't that ain't at their class on the Sabbath day. They don't even want to deal with them. They don't even want them to call them on the phone. They don't even want to receive that text message. They don't even want to deal with them when it comes to business. They don't want to deal with them when it comes to any business affairs. If they ain't got fringes on, they ain't even trying to do no business with no. They ain't trying to exchange no money with them. They ain't trying to do nothing. Give me. Read on. For whosoever. Who? Hold on. What did he say? For whosoever. No, 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 just in my camp. 
For whosoever. No, no, no. Just wearing my color fringes. For whosoever. Just we got my garment on. For whosoever. Read on. Shall call upon the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. It ain't got to go through you. That's right. It's about the Lord. It say whosoever shall call upon. Really, you can't call upon the name of the Lord without keeping the law, without coming back to his commandments. You know. Right. But it say whosoever shall call upon him. And cry for him shall be saved, shall be given the opportunity to be saved. Whosoever is not limited to just you. That's right. It's not limited to your knowledge. That's right. It's not limited to your way of thinking. See, we have to look at our brothers and see Christ. See the potential that Christ see in them. Give me on. Leviticus 19 and 14. <laughs> But a lot of us, we go on the street and we don't see potential. We see N-I-G-G-A. That's all we see. We don't see potential. We go on, out the, we go on, we go on the street corner for, for tradition. A lot of us not even going out there to fish. It's tradition. You know what I'm saying? We just go out there because that's what we commanded to do. Read this, I. Leviticus 19 and 14. So when y'all are reading it, and it say there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, implant that in your mind. When you see your brother out there in the world, literally think there is no difference between me and you. That's, that's all it's saying. You should change your mindset to see him and say there is no difference between me and you. That's it. Read this, huh? The book of Leviticus, chapter 19, verse 14. Read. Thou shalt not curse the dead. Who is this talking about people who are deaf? So you're telling me you curse the deaf and the Lord going to strike you down with lightning or something? What if the deaf man flick you off? You're not supposed to curse him. So it say, thou shalt not curse the deaf. Give me James 3 and 7. Who are the deaf? James chapter 3 and verse 7. Book James chapter 3 verse 7. Read on. For every kind of beast and of bird and of serpent and of things in the sea Read on. is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. So it say every beast and bird and serpent, everything has been tamed by mankind. Read. But the tongue. But the tongue, the words that you speak, read. Can no man tame. You can't it you can't tame it. Some men have been able to tame it, but you can't tame somebody else's tongue. That's right. And a lot of men can't tame their own tongue. Read. It is an unruly evil. Unruly evil, read. Full of deadly poison. Full of deadly poison. You see, it say the same thing. The deaf adder. Poison. Read. Therewith, bless we God. They see, with that tongue, a lot of brothers will go and they'll bless God. Yahweh Bahashim, Yahweh Shai. Bless God. Bless they brother. Read on. Even the Father. Even the Father. Read. And therewith, curse. We Hold on, what do we do with the same tongue 
that we bless the Father and bless our brothers, what do we do at the same time? Curse we men. Cursing the deaf. Cursing men. Cursing the brothers out there in the world. Cursing men, read. Which are made after the similitude of God. Ask yourself, are the brothers and sisters out there also made after the similitude of God, or is it only you? So when you cursing your brothers and your sisters, are you cursing them or are you cursing Christ? These are the questions. These are the questions we have to ask ourselves. Read. Out of the same mouth. Out of the same mouth. Read. Proceedeth blessings. Blessings to God. Read. And cursings. And cursings to your own brothers. Cursings to your own peoples. Read. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. These things ought not so to be. Read. Do it. A fountain sent forth at the same place sweet water and bitter. How can the fountain... That's supposed to be giving out the word, the water, send forth sweet water and bitter water. That You can only be one. Right. So if you spitting out bitter water to those people out there on the streets, who are you spitting out? What you think you're spitting to your brothers? Is it sweet? It's going to be either bitter or sweet to everybody. It's either going to be bitter or sweet to everybody. So if you got problems with people out there, you're going to have problems with people in here. That's right. That's right. just the way it is. But if you have love and compassion out there, you're going to have love and compassion in here. You can't have both. Give me Leviticus 19.14. Let's go back. The book of Leviticus, chapter 19, verse 14. Read. Thou shalt not curse the deaf. Thou shalt not curse the deaf. Read. Nor put a stumbling block. Before the blind. Nor put a stumbling block before the blind. See, a lot of our people, when we read this, we was like, okay, this is just a commandment. We're not supposed to pick on disabled people. And I guess that was just, I guess the Lord, you know, everything in the commandments, the Lord wrote because it was a thing that Israel had a problem with doing. That's right. So you telling me that our people, being mature men and women of God, had an issue with putting bricks in front of blind people? That's that was a problem that the Lord felt he had to address amongst the 613 commandments. The Lord was like, hold up, hold up. Also, I've been seeing a lot of shenanigans. Y'all quit putting boxes in front of blind people. That's what happened. Hey, man, y'all just because the dude deaf don't mean you have to talk about his mama behind his back. I mean, is that was that a problem? That's what we have to start thinking, man. Read. But shall fear thy God. I am the Lord. See, the problem with Israel is we don't think. Deuteronomy 27 and 18. We don't think, man. We just don't think. We read it, and we like, that makes sense. Right? You're not supposed to put bricks in front of blind people. That's a good law, Lord. You, you, you hit that one on the head. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even think about that. You know, I wasn't even thinking about putting a brick in front of a blind person. But now that I know. Not to put bricks in front of blind people. You know what? I'm going to change my life today. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. See, read that, Ock. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 27, verse 18. Read. Cursed be he that maketh the blind no wonder out of the way. See, read it again, Ock. Cursed be he that maketh the blind to wonder out of the way. So it say, cursed be he 
that maketh the blind man to wander out of the way of Christ. Maketh the blind brother out there, sister out there that can't see to wander out of the way of Christ. See, they may have had their zeal. They may have had that compassion. They wanted to love God. But the moment they met you, they said, F that. That's right. I don't need that. The moment they met you was the moment they said, I don't want to have nothing to do with that. Bring that out. That don't feel like Christ over there. And they wander right out the way. They said, I'm going to go be a Buddhist. Because what you was talking about, that did not make me feel good. That did not sound like life to me. It sounded like death. Cursed be he that maketh the blind to wander out of the way. Read. And all the people shall say. Read. Amen. See, we agree. We agree. Curse that man. Give me Matthew 18 and 5. Read that up. <laughs> the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 5. Read. And whoso shall receive one such little child. He say, whoso shall receive that little child, read. In my name. In the name of Christ, read. Receiveth me. How many people have we rejected? Just because they didn't want to hear what you had to say at the time, we rejected them. Bring it out. I mean, are, ch are children perfect? Are children perfect? You ever seen a child that just don't make no mistakes, don't say nothing wrong, do all his chores right on time, never get whoopings, never get disciplined, never had nothing said? You ever seen a child like that? So if we ain't never seen a child like that, why do we expect our, our brothers and sisters to be like that? We expect them to just be so humble, so everything, never no problems. Oh, yeah, whatever you say, I'm going to do it. Praise Jesus. Praise God. I just want to be a righteous Israelite. Everything, no issues. And we just expect that. Were you like that? Was you like that? When you came in the truth, you had no issues. You had no problems. Everything was gravy. There was no hard times. Read it again, I. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name. Read. Receiveth me. You got to receive him with the bad and with the good. That's right. You got to receive the little child into your bosom with the bad and with the good. Read. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones. Whoso shall offend one of these little ones with the bad and the good. Just because they just because the child acting a fool do that mean you kick them out the house no dinner they don't get to stay in your house no more they live in a tree now yeah. is that what is that the way you treat children or do you give them the the correction and the guidance to make them better Bring that but a lot of us man <clears throat> we go straight to offense soon as we see one little thing we don't like straight to offense straight to offense read which believeth in me. Which, hold on, hold on. You telling me he did something wrong, but he still believes in Christ? What? I thought when you made a mistake, you don't believe in Christ no more. I thought that's the way we, you know, the dude, he lied. So now he don't believe in Christ no more. What did it say right here? Read it again. Which believeth in me. Read it from verse 6. Verse 6. 
But whoso shall offend one of these little ones. One of these little ones that's bound to make a mistake, read. Which believeth in me. Hold on, you telling me that even though the little one made a mistake, he still believe in Christ? Yeah. Read on. It were better for him that a milestone were hanged about his neck. Read on. And that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. So a lot of our brothers, we offend the little one that made a mistake and then we blame it on the little one and say he shouldn't have made that mistake. Bring that up. Is that what Christ said? Or does it say that it's better for you to have a millstone hanging around your neck? Who's the mature one here? Is it him, the little one? Or is it you? But for some reason, you the one that freaked out. Read on. Woe unto the world because of offenses. Woe unto the world because of offenses. Read. For it must needs be that offenses come. Offenses gonna happen, read. But woe to the man by whom the offense cometh. Destruction to the man that causes those offenses. Destruction to the man. Because... I'm going to tell you, go adopt a child from the adoption agency. You you can't send him back and say he didn't eat his leafy greens. Bring that up. You know what I'm saying? He ain't want to eat his spinach, man. I can't tell. I, I got to send him back. That's not the way it works. That's not the way raising a child works. Galatians 3 and 3. Book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 3. Read. Are ye... So foolish. Hold on, what did it just say? Are ye so foolish? It say, are ye so foolish? Read. Having begun in the spirit. Hold on, when you first came into this walk, I thought you was born with fringes on. What did it say? Having begun in the spirit. Hold on, I thought you first came into this walk. You was you came into the walk already knowing all the commandments. What did it say? Having begun in the spirit. When you began this walk, you didn't know all the things you know now. You telling me you you wasn't in the spirit with Christ, even though you didn't know all the things that you know now? You telling me you came into the truth and you know you only knew two commandments, not eating pork and keeping the Sabbath day, and you telling me you wasn't walking with Christ? That you wasn't walking in the footsteps and, and running towards him and walking with him and learning with him? So you telling me even now you don't know everything you're supposed to know. You're still learning. So you telling me you're not walking with Christ right now, even though you're not where you're gonna be in ten years? In ten years' time, you're gonna be even more better and more knowledgeable than you are now. Are you telling me that right now, not knowing everything you're going to know in the future, you're not yet walking with Christ? That's a, that's a question. Read. Are ye now made perfect? Are you now made perfect? Read. By the flesh? A lot of brothers, they want to act like they made, they made perfect by simply just their flesh. That's right. They'll have all kind of turmoil going on up here. But they perfect because of the things they do on the outer man. Give me Titus 3 and 1. The book of Titus, chapter 3, verse 1. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities Read on. and powers, to obey ma magistrates. magistrates, to be ready to every good work, Read on. to speak evil of no man. To speak evil of no man. Read. To be brawlers. To be no brawlers. Read. But gentle. But loving. Read. 
Showing all meekness. All humility, read. Unto all men. Read on. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. We were, all, we were also sometimes foolish, read. Disobedient. Disobedient, read. Deceived. Read. Serving divers lusts and the pleasure. Read on. Living in malice and envy. Read on. Hateful and hateful and hating one another. We were once these things, read. But after that, the kindness. Hold on, no, no, no. After that, the fringes. After that, the kindness. Oh, no, after that, the Sabbath day. After that, the kindness. No, after that, the dietary change. After, after that, that, the kindness. Read. And the love of God. And the love of God, read. Our Savior, Lord, man, appeared. See? It say, after that, the kindness and love of God appeared. Read. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done. Not by your works of what you show to have done on your outer man, read. But according to his mercy. But according to his mercy, read. He saved us. I thought it was according to them listening to you. I thought it was according to whether or not they stopped at your camp while you was out there teaching. Yeah. You telling me it's really according to Christ's mercy? Read. By the washing of recognition. Regeneration. Read. And renewing of the Holy Ghost. And renewing of the Holy Spirit within you. Read. Which he shed on us abundantly. Read on. Through Yahweh our Savior. Read on. That being justified by his grace. Being justified by his grace. Read. We should be made heirs. Heirs. Heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Give me Galatians 3 and 4. Book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 4. Read. Have ye suffered so many things in vain? Have ye suffered these things that you you've grown and you've and you and you've gotten more understanding? Have you suffered that in vain? Read. If it be yet in vain. If it be yet in vain, is it all been for vanity? Everything you've suffered in the truth, has it all been just for the looks? Just yeah. to look like you're doing it? Or have you really been growing up here? Really been changing? And I'll tell you another thing. Only you know. That's right. That's right. Brothers will never admit it. But only you know if you have truly been growing and changing. And you may never, you may take it to your grave that you ain't been growing and changing. That's right. But only you know. And inside of you is Christ looking at you from the inside out. Read. He, therefore, that ministereth to you the Spirit. He that ministereth the Spirit, read. And worketh miracles among you. And, and teacheth and guideth and bringeth the understanding among you, read. Doeth he in by works of the law. Oh, hold on. So you're telling me, let me ask you a question. Like, let, me, let me ask you a question. When we bring out this word. Is it because we have a mental link with the fringes and the fringe we put the fringes on and the mental link with the fringes gives us the understanding of the Bible? Yeah. Being real. It said, He therefore that ministered to you the spirit, the understanding, the love of God, and worketh miracles among you, waketh up the nation, bringeth the understanding. Does he do that because he came to the Sabbath day today? Is that, is that what gives him the power? Yeah. Does he do that because... Not eating pork changes your molecular structure to give you the understanding of the Bible. Does is that what it is, 
Or is it the fact that when he puts his fringes on, he power rangers up and he gets the understanding of the Bible? Is that what it is? Break it out. Read on. Or by the hearing of faith. Or does he minister the spirit because he understands Christ through study and through loving on his brethren? Or was it because of the fringes? I mean, you tell me. Bring it out. Which one was it? Bring it out. Is it, the, is it the mental link with the fringes? Or is it the hearing of faith that gives him the understanding to, to wake up the nation? Which one is it? I mean, you tell me. Read. Even as Abraham <laughs> believed God. Even as Abraham believed God. Read. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. No, no, no. Hold up. I thought Abraham... Had to, had to, he had to have his fringes on to be accounted to him for righteousness. Read. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith. They which are of faith. Read. The same are the children of Abraham. So a lot of our people, we want to act like we can, we we pick and decide who's the children of Abraham. That's right. It's not. It's not. Take yourself off the pedestal. Like real talk, it's time to step down from the pedestal. And put Christ back up on the pedestal. Bring that up. Read on. And the scripture. Foreseeing that God would justify the heathen. The what? The heathen. The what? The heathen. Read. Through faith. He say, it's saying the scriptures that the Most High will justify the brothers and sisters out there in the world through faith. When they come to the faith of God. I ain't talking about, you know, little Shaniqua hitting the, hitting the pipe. You know, I ain't talking about Ray Ray riding around on his on his on his on his twenty foes on a Sabbath day, not giving a dang about God. I'm not talking about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the brothers and sisters that truly do seek Christ, but just ain't got to that level yet. Just ain't got there. Yeah. It just ain't it ain't it ain't hit that for him yet. It say justify the heathen through faith. Read preach before the gospel unto Abraham. Read saying. In thee shall all nations be blessed. Ask yourself, in you are all nations, heathen, Greek, brothers and sisters out there, in you, are they all blessed or are they all cursed in you? In you, in your spirit, in your teachings, in your mind, are the brothers and sisters out there in the world cursed or are they blessed through you? It's a question to ask. Read. So then, they which be of faith. They which be of faith, read. Are blessed with faithful Abraham. Read on. For as many as are of work, of the work of the law. Read on. Are under the curse. So, when you curse... You get cursed. That's just the way it works. You reap what you sow. So when you, through the through you, all nations are cursed. What are you? You cursed. But when all nations are blessed through you, you are blessed. A fresh water cannot spill out seawater, and a seawater. Cannot spill out fresh water. So <laughs> whatever you got in you is what's going to be through you to the nation. That's right. Read. For it is written, 
Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law. Read. To do them. To do them. Read. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. Man, if it's about your fringes, then you ain't going to make it. That's right. If it's about the fact that you came to the Sabbath day last week, you're not going to make it. If it's about the fact that you cut pork out of your diet. I mean, when you really look at it, like, how many more laws do we really keep? You got the pork. You got the Sabbath day. You got the feast days. You got the fringes. You got the women with dresses on. You got all the, you got, you got, I can count on two hands the laws that we really actively keep. You know, how many laws do we say on the street corner there are? 613? Is that how many I just counted? Or was it 10? You know, it's just, if it was by the law, you would not be justified. Read. It is evident, for the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Read. And the law is not the law when you when all you care about is the physical what you see on the outside that is not a faith read but the man that doeth them shall live in them but the man that doeth the law shall live in them read Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law but Christ has redeemed us from that negative energy he's redeemed us from that cursing that comes out of us read being made a curse for us. He took on that curse for us. Read. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Read on. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. On the who? On the Gentiles. Read. Through Jehovah So if the blessing of Abraham is not coming on the Gentiles through you, you are sacrificing Christ all over again every time you go out to the street corner. That's right. Stepping on his name. If if the curse is coming through you, then that's what you're doing. Read. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Through what? Through faith. Read. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men. Hold on. What did Paul say? Brethren, I speak after the manner of men. A lot of brothers, they want to be angels. That's right. Angels flying down from the sky covered in gold. But Paul say he speak after the manner of men. He's but a man. But a man, flesh and bone. Flaws, faults, sins. Read. Though it it be but a man's covenant. Yeah, though it be but a man's covenant, read. Yeah. If it be confirmed. If it be confirmed through Christ, read. No man. This, this annulleth. This annulleth. No man can take it away from you. Read. Or add it thereto. Read on. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. To Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Read. He said not. And to seeds as of many. So a lot of us, we look at ourselves and as the brothers and sisters out there as two separate entities. That's not the case. He say Abraham's seed not seeds read but as to of one as of one read and to thy seed and to thy seed read which is Christ give me Ephesians 4 and 4 
Read this. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 4. Book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4. Read. There is one body. Hold on, there is what? There is one body. There is one nation. Read. And one spirit. And one spirit of Christ. Read. Even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. Read on. One Lord. Read. One faith. Read. One baptism. Read on. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all. And in you all. So we have to start seeing ourselves as one. Even today, we still see individual, individuals, 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 and we don't see ourselves as one. Give me Galatians three and seventeen. Galatians chapter three, verse seventeen. Read. And this I say that the covenant. That was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after, cannot dismantle. Cannot disannul, read. That it should make the promise of none effect. See, it say you can't disannul it, read. For it, the inheritance, be of the law. If the inheritance be dependent on the law, read. It is no more a promise. It is no more of a promise. See, we don't see it as a promise, a contract, a given, a thing that is promised unto us. Read. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. So how can you, being but a man, take away another man's promise? How? Yeah. Because of what you said? Because you came to him and you said he wasn't a part of the promise? Now, it, it, it disannuls his promise? That's, we, we think we got too much power. Read. Wherefore then serveth the law. Wherefore then serveth the law. Read. It was added because of transgression. Yeah, we need to keep the law because we have sin on us. We need rules. We need these things to keep us in check. Read. Till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And then the seed come to whom the promise was made. Read. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of the mediator. And it's ordained by us. The understanding of how to keep the law and faith is ordained by us in the hand of the mediator Christ. Read. Now, a mediator is not a mediator of one. Read. But God is one. Read on. Is the law then against the promises of God? Now, is he just reaffirming? Is the law going against the promises of God, keeping of the law, telling people they should keep the law? Is that going against the promises of God, Read. God forbid. No. No. They go hand in hand. I have not come to destroy but to fulfill your understanding of how they both go together. Read. For if there had been a law given which could have given life. Read on. Verily righteousness should have been by the law. So he's letting you know if, there, if it was possible for me to give you a law that you could keep with your physical body that could give you the life that faith gives you, then he would have done it. But there is no law that can give you the life that faith in Christ and love for your brother can give you. You can't, 
You can't make that in a blender. You can't make love in a blender. It's got to be in here. There is no law that can do that for you. So he's saying the law does not go against the promise. He say if he could have made a law that gave you automatic love, he would have done it. That's right. But he can't. Read. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin. The scripture has say all under sin. Read. That the promise by faith of Christ might be given to them that believe. Because if it was up to the law, if the promise was based on the law, you wouldn't make it. That's right. None of us would make it if the promise was based on the law. The promise is based on this, your faith. Right. And a man that has faith, he's, he's going to keep the law. He's going to do his best. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's going he's gonna to strive for it, but it's based on this right here. Read. But before faith came. Before faith came, read. We were kept under the law. Before faith came, before Christ fulfilled our understanding of what it meant to be an Israelite, we were kept under the bondage of, I have to do this, I have to do that, otherwise I can't get to the kingdom. Right. I have to do this, I have to do that, otherwise I'm not righteous. Read. Shut up unto the faith. Shut up unto the faith, read. Which should afterwards be revealed. And a lot of our people are still shutting up the people out there unto the faith. Not giving them the fact, they still thinking that we in the old covenant. That's right. You go to them, you're like, man, you 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 ain't got no dress on, da, 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 da. and they thinking, damn, uh, you know, the old, are we in the old covenant? I guess I'm going into the lake of fire. Hold up, did, you didn't tell them we have a new covenant. You ain't tell them. No, I didn't. I didn't get to that. I was telling them they had to put a dress on, and then I called them wicked. Bro, you ain't tell them about the new covenant. You ain't tell them about the faith. You gave them a uh, you gave them a false advertisement. Read. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster. The law is our schoolmaster. Read. To bring us unto Christ. The law is a pathway to bring you unto being a better Israelite. To being like Christ. Read. That we might be justified by faith. But the law does not justify you. It is the path that brings you to Christ so that Christ can then justify you. That's right. Read. But after that faith is come. But after that faith is come, read. We are no longer under a schoolmaster. We don't have to teach the curse anymore. Right. We don't have to be cursed anymore. We choose to be cursed. That's right. Read. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Yahweh. We just a bunch of spoiled children. We're gonna be like, man, you ain't my brother. You ain't my sister. You ain't my brother. You ain't you ain't under Christ because you ain't got my colors on. That's right. You ain't under Christ because you ain't got fringes on. It said we are all the children of God by faith in Christ. Read. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Have been baptized. Is that baptized with physical water? Or are we baptized with fringes? Are we baptized with the Sabbath day? What are we baptized with? Into what? Baptized into what? Baptized. Verse into 27. Christ Read. And put on Christ. Read on. There is neither Jew nor Greek. So take away the separation. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither you nor him. You are one and the same. Brother, sister, 
blood. There is neither Jew nor Greek. Read. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither you. You looking at yourself like you free. He's in bondage and you two separate things. You're the same entity. We the same. There is neither bond nor free. Read. There is there is neither male nor female. A lot of our brothers want to act like sisters can't be righteous and can't understand Christ. Christ saying, no, he, he, he done with that. Now a sister can go and she can understand. She could always understand. There is neither male nor female. Read. For ye are all one in Christ. We are all one in Christ. Read. And if ye be Christ. If ye be Christ, read. Then are ye Abraham's seed. Read. And heirs according to the promise. If you want to be an heir according to the promise, you got to be that way all around. That's right. All the way around. But on that we say shalom.